0: Let's turn our attention to grain and I introduce Michael Whitehead to give us a summation of uh, how our industry is placed right now. Thanks, Michael.
1: Thank you, Mark. Well, normally at this time of year for grain producers right around Australia, it really is one of those times where everything's in the ground and you wait and you look at the sky and you hope that the rest of the year's conditions go well enough for a good harvest. And that's certainly the case, but perhaps the biggest thing at the moment has been looking forward to, or looking ahead, to the 2021-2022, or the next sowing and the next harvest as well, and what the forecasts are, are for those as well. And as you talked about, the rain. The rain means good news right now. Soil moisture is in a very good condition in most parts of cropping Australia, And this is really making the forecast say that we could be looking for another bumper crop. It's looking like production for this year's winter crop could be almost 47 million tonnes. Now, that's down a bit on last year's record production, which was off the charts, um, but it's still very much up on the 10-year average. So conditions all looking good at the moment for the coming harvest and also for the sowing in the period after that, Um, also looking like the year ahead will be a good one. So it is not just a short-term good outlook for grain, but a medium to long-term good outlook as well. I suppose the weather will start to influence um,
0: current and future uh, grain markets as we get through the year. But do you think that uh, possibility of a really big crop in Australia will temper the kind of forward prices that we're seeing in grain? And we're not same grain, but maybe all seeds and canola is the one that's really out of the box at the moment, um, looking fantastic. Uh, is supply likely to upset that parade?
1: Look, as you say, there are a couple of things which will, which will probably mean that whilst normally a big production level would uh, put downward pressure on prices, that just isn't likely to be as big a factor this year, just as it wasn't last year as well. And it really is those rest-of-the-world issues. Uh, When you are seeing a couple of things, the supply side restricted by whether it's the Russian export taxes on their grains, whether it's the uh, plateauing US production due to some of the weather conditions in the Northern Hemisphere, and also on the demand. China is buying, 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 and that demand for grain going into China is reflected in demand increasing in the rest of the world. So that is putting that upward pressure there. At the same time, there's another factor, which is also helping grain prices, and that is this cattle rebuilding side of things. Because as the herd rebuilds and rebuilds, it's not just farmers restocking in their paddocks on the good grass we're seeing, it's also feedlots as well, continuing to see good numbers coming in to meet that export demand, and that's also keeping uh, pressure on the demand for grain as well. So any downward pressure that may have come from supply is being more than tempered by the demand side. And, and there's a global feed complex
0: issue at play here as well, particularly in China as, well, I'm not sure how many pigs I've got to feed these days. It's moving around a little bit, isn't it? But um, but the availability of supply, but also that rebuild impacting um, the availability of, of um, grains and foodstuffs in the animal feed market.
1: Absolutely. So China just keeps buying. And... If anything, some of the latest forecasts coming particularly out of the U.S. Department of Agriculture is that the gap uh, in what China's forecasts for buying were previously uh, may be even higher now. China's buying for a couple of reasons. Yes, it is to feed that pig herd as it continues to recover and also feed everything from their dairy cows and their other domestic animals as well, uh, whether it's cattle, whether it's goats and others. But China is also continuing to fill and fill its warehouses, its grain reserves, uh, whether in corn and soy particularly, but also in wheat, and a, a big wheat import forecast coming there, of which Australia will get a share. The other big point is, of course, when one country imports wheat, what do the others do? They need to try and find it from somewhere else so they'll lift their demand, the fear of missing out, but also there will be that diversion into other markets. As we saw in Australia with our barley not going into China, but the barley that uh, other countries had going into the Middle East shifted into China, we got the Middle Eastern markets. So this rising tide that raises all boats, China is rising the tide, and all that grain is seeing increased demand globally. Thank you, Michael, for that roundup.